Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is my sister, Erin. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Sorry, as I was doing the intro, I had a... I'm drinking a, uh, a long drink, which is a Finnish... From a drink from Finland, and uh, it's carbonated. And as I was doing that intro, it was coming. It was coming up. I was getting the burps. Well, I didn't know if you were like I was supposed to say something. No, or no. Like... I was getting the burps as I was finishing the intro, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> love it." Yeah. What's new? Um. Oh, what's new? If nothing's new, it, it, you don't have to say anything. But I don't think anything's new. That's cool. I think it's been about the same. Yeah, about the same. Today, I, since we're like a podcast based on weird things, I had to kill this bug today Mm -hmm. in my apartment that was like a slug. Like. Okay. And I don't think it was like from Earth, honestly. How big was it? It wasn't super big. It was like really, it was like long and skinny. Oh. It wasn't like a fat slug, but it was like slimy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they leave slime. Yeah, and then when I killed it, there was, like, slime on the ground. Yeah. It didn't, like, explode or anything, but it was disgusting. And I was already, like, running late for, like, a commitment, and I just was like, this is not when I need to kill a slug, but I had to. And for most of you, unless you're close friends with me listening, you probably have no idea my fear of insects, but... It's bad. It's bad. Very bad. It's gotten better, but for some reason, the slug... Did not freak me out. I mean, a slug's not really going to do anything to No, you. and it was just chilling. I felt bad that I had to kill it, but not really because yeah. we were in my apartment. But yeah, I mean. Like, unless I can see its legs, like, mm-hmm. I don't really get freaked out. Yeah. Yeah, the legs do it for me. Like, millipedes and centipedes, yeah. I, can't, I can't even look at those. And no. then ants immediately give me anxiety. <laughs> yes. Like, instantaneously yes. give me anxiety. And then, uh... I mean, flying things like hornets and all that anxiety instantly. Yeah. Uh, you can't control them. No, you That's can't. That's the problem. No, you can't. And, um, yeah, I just don't like them. Just no. Don't like them. Look, I've had no issues at the place I'm at currently, but I'm also on the fourth floor. That's true. I know you're on ground level. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, we've really been, it's honestly only a problem when it gets like it is today, like wet and rainy outside. Yeah. That's when I see yeah. it, and I'm just like, are you kidding? But honestly, for being on the ground level, we've been lucky. That's a bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're, ten- Tennessee's a very, I think it's a pretty neutral climate. I mean, it's in the south, so the summers are pretty rough, but like, other than that, I think it's pretty neutral, like. There was one tornado that came here. Like, we don't really get any other bad weather. Right. It's pretty much like the Midwest. Like, it is. Tornadoes are your worst thing, and, like, that's that's really a hit or miss. Yeah. And, honestly, unless they're devastating, they're kind of fun. Like, the weather surrounding yeah. it. It's, like, really, it's just fun. Yeah, I mean, I think tornadoes are, like, the least damaging of all the, the weather phenomena. Mm-hmm. Like, hurricanes. I mean, yeah. Water. I mean, water just damages everything. Yeah. Like, ruins houses. You know, the not having the water. Yeah, is a not having the water. Yeah, huge. and then no fires. Cause just cause, 
you know, it rains here it's constantly. It's pretty moist. So, yeah, it's moist. Um, and then, I mean, earthquakes. I mean, wh- earthquakes, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, you literally, you don't even know when they're going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people do probably, but, like, it's not that much. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't predict. No, not really. No. You just know, like, where the, if you care, yeah, where the plates are. I mean, that's, that's not it. even a weather pattern. Mm-mm. It's just the earth. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, anyway, nothing to do with me. No. No. I, um, I watched, uh, football this past weekend with Sandman from Parareality Radio, so I figured I'd plug Shout that. Shout out Sandman. Yep, plug that there, so if you want to check out Parareality, um, he's on all the big, um, channels. I co-host every month or so with him, and we're good friends, so. He's a, yeah, he's a cool dude. So he's done some good, some good, uh, some good episodes, and he's been doing it for freaking twenty years or so. So he's he knows what's up. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I'll just say something weird that happened to me today, and I sent you a Snapchat. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know how I'm sure <laughs> if you plug your iPhone into your car, you know that when you plug it in, it automatically goes to like your first song or whatever. Yes. Not it doesn't happen to everybody, but I think a lot of people that it happens to. And so, this this has not happened to me since high school. And mind you, I'm 26, so eight years. Okay. I plugged my phone in, and it went automatically to the A Team by Ed Sheeran. And I used to use Apple Music like five years ago, and then I stopped. And so it went right to the A-team, and I just sat there for like 10 seconds. I'm like, what is happening? Because it has I've, that's not happened to me for so long. And also my car, my, I'm, I'm, I, this isn't mysterious. It's just kind of funny. It's so, But my car's, my car's a bit old. It's mm-hmm. like 10 years old. And my radio has been switching from like FM to AUX to like <laughs> my... Uh, so like my podcast or my uh, my iPhone connection just randomly, mm-hmm. without me pressing it's buttons. It's just glitching. It's just glitching, but it's just you know when it happens you're just like, hold on. Yeah. What what was that? My music even like it happens every single time when I plug my phone in. It always goes to my like iTunes like my Apple Music. Yeah. And it's the same song, and I seriously cannot even. I want to know how many times I've heard the beginning. Oh, so many. Verse of so that many. song. All Eyes on You by Nicki Minaj. Nice, nice. Whoever. Who is it? I can't remember. Um, is it Meek? Meek Mill? Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicki and Meek. Yeah, Nicki and Meek. But yeah, so I, yeah, I was laughing at you in that video because you were really so distraught. I was distraught. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> you were like, <laughs> so throwback. Confusing. Yeah, that's weird. So, but it, it was weird, but I mean, my car's 10 years old, so it's not like strange. It was yeah. Just, it was just one of those things that happens to you and you're like, what? Man. But, um, but yeah, so today, um, the, this is one of my favorite topics. Like, there's just something about it that, um, I don't know, it's just, it's just fun, but also, like, if it happened to you, you would be <laughs> so confused. Mm-hmm. Just, like, so confused. So, we're gonna be talking about time slips, and there's so many of these stories out there, like more than you honestly think about. But, and I've done these stories before, so I was trying to find a set of articles where I hadn't. 
And luckily I was able to. Uh, I'm familiar with a couple of these stories that we're going to talk about, but um, other than that, they shouldn't... If, you're list- if you've listened before, they shouldn't be repeats. So we'll start here. Um, so this first story comes to us from um, a spring issue of Strange Magazine. And this involves two men um, who seemingly were transported to some sort of alternate universe or alternate dimension, um, parallel dimension, whatever you want to call it. Um, So a man known as L.C. was with his associate in the town of Abbeville, Louisiana. And these two were driving along Highway 67 toward Lafayette yeah. on, <laughs> on October 20th, 1969. Um, pretty much a normal drive. You know, they weren't passing any cars. Um, it was just them in the road. And then um, they spotted this rather old-looking car, uh, old-fashioned type of car, you know. Yep. Very large. Okay. You know, one of those boats. <laughs> yes. Um, so as they came closer, they realized that it was a vintage turtleback vehicle. Okay. With what seemed to be in really good condition. And as they passed it, they noticed that the license plate read 1940. So obviously Whoa. that caught their eye. And as they passed this vehicle, they noticed that the driver was a young woman who appeared to be dressed in old-fashioned clothes. Um, Interesting. And, and uh, so Louisiana in, what did they say, July, uh, October. So Louisiana in October, you know, it's probably somewhere in the 70s. Right. But this woman was wearing, like, cold-weather clothing. I love this already. Yeah, really good. This is great. I know, really good story. And so she was wearing old, uh, she was wearing cold-weather clothing, and... Nope, lost my spot. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, cold weather clothing, and as it was a warmer day, they both were like, uh... Okay. Mm-hmm. And as they looked on, they saw that the woman seemed to be in some distress. She was looking back and forth, you know, looked like she was looking for someone. Um, and... These two guys were like... It was so intense, they were like, okay, we need to pull over. Like, this woman looks like she needs some help. And they called out to this woman and asked if she needed any help. And as they pulled over, um, they, they, they came to a stop. And when they looked back at the car that they were just tracking, it mm-hmm. was gone. The woman just disappeared. It drove no. right past them when they pulled over to stop. And then when they got out of the car, uh, the car was gone. Wow. Um and then there was, so, this is where it gets even weirder. There was a car behind the old car mm-hmm. that just disappeared. And that car came to a stop right next to LC and his associate. Okay. And then that driver hopped out of his car and was like, where did this, where did that car go? Right. And they're like, we don't know. We were trying to flag it down. Yeah. And so they, they stopped, and apparently after this, um, they looked around. There were no tire tracks, nothing. Um, these guys considered calling the police, but, 
you know. Right. Ne- you, no yeah. one's going to believe that. Uh-uh. Like, it, and there's nothing you can do if it's actually gone. Um, and so, yeah, they apparently they kept in touch for several years, but they were never able to figure out what they saw. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah, so that car just, like, vanished. No tracks. Huh. It's weird, though, that, like, the person or whatever they saw was, like, from the past. Yeah. Because I feel like, like, if you're, I mean, I guess if it's another universe, but it's weird that it looked exactly like what we looked like in the past. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's, like, there's, like, another universe, which is, like, a parallel yeah. thing, and then there's, like, a time slip. A, a completely different time. you're actually going backward okay. or forward in that, some instances. Okay, so you can go forward. Yes. Oh, yes. This okay. next one, I'm going to read about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So, this next one concerns a, and this is a pretty famous story, um, well, famous is relative, I guess. If you're familiar with some of these topics, it is, um... So this concerns a British air marshal named Sir Victor Goddard. And this is in 1935. He found himself aboard a biplane going from an old airfield near Edinburgh in Scotland to a location known as Drim. Goddard encountered severe weather on his way to this airfield. And as he exited through this storm, he came into this calm, clear set of skies. And as he looked down, he noticed that rather than, you know, rather than this uh, open field that he was supposedly flying over or whatever, um, he saw this newly renovated airstrip that seemed to be in use. And there were, there were these shiny planes. They were they were painted in this yellow. And these, the personnel on the ground were wearing blue uniforms instead of the khaki uniforms that were apparently in use during this time of 1935. And so this guy was like, what is happening? That's and so weird. Many years later, he would revisit the airbase to find that these workers on the ground were wearing blue and that the planes were painted yellow. Just like he saw. Just like he saw <laughs> years before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that one. That's a good I've one. never heard that. That's, like, famous in the world of, like, oh slips. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've heard that one probably two or three times, yeah, throughout the years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that one, that one has a couple of things I probably should touch on. So, the weather phenomena of, of flying through some storm and then being exited into something else is something that comes up in a lot of stories. Um, there's a famous story, I think, off the it was off the coast of Florida. I think it was a father and a son and someone else, and they were flying. Um, they were flying, and they flew through this storm, and like it's like some weird weather phenomena happened, and they were transported like as like thirty minutes or more in to another okay like um like they were transported along their route like where it happened oh they were trans- 30 minutes in like 30 minutes the ahead there ahead on their route yeah um I, I i can't remember the story but it's it happened very recently like oh okay. within the last 30 years or so i think wow yeah 
Um, but one of the guys in the plane was like nauseous and like delirious and couldn't remember it. But the father and the son were like, they describe it. Wow. Yeah. So. So the weather phenomena is definitely something of interest. Like, is there something that we don't know about that's able to like break down whatever construct mm-hmm. uh, time is mm-hmm. that we don't know? Yeah. This stuff is so wild. This next one's pretty weird. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to do it? Uh, yeah. Let me find where okay. I was. Um. Okay. Is it the one about the German village you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, this says bizarre tale involves a strange man who was found wandering aimlessly about a German village of, do you know how to say that? You're uh, better at this than I. Do, oh, Frankfurt yeah. and... Uh, Frankfurt <laughs> on der Oder. There we go. Thank yes, you. There you go. <laughs> in 1851 this stranger claimed that his name was Jofar Boren and that he had come from a country called Laxaria mm. which many of you may realize is a country that does not exist this country was claimed to lie far away over the sea in a region he called Sacria and that his people were Christian and had considerable geographical knowledge so these authorities who questioned him about this found that he spoke imperfect, broken German, but could not understand any other European languages. Instead, he could speak and write Laxarian and another language he called Abramian, which he claimed was the written clerical mm-hmm. okay, um, language his people used. So when asked why he'd made the journey to Germany, he said that he'd been looking for his long-lost brother, but he'd unfortunately found himself shipwrecked. Mm. It's always something, like, catastrophic. Yeah, or it's like, always a really rough yeah. situation. When asked where he had been shipwrecked, he said he didn't know. Modern maps seemed to basically just confuse him, and he couldn't point out where he had arrived. And apparently, um, this man lived out the rest of his life in Berlin, and news articles of the day claimed he was scientifically studied but they still don't know um anything about him so that's crazy yeah um i mean that was in 1851 Hmm. a lot of people think it's a prank apparently yeah i mean i mean this is just a tidbit i right i might i might try to find more information on that story there was an there's another i don't think it's in this uh I'm going to see. I don't think it's in this blur, but there's another story about a guy. It was like 1947, and a guy arrived in, I think it was Spain, claiming okay. that he was from this continent, and he has a passport and everything from this other continent. Oh, my yeah, God. And he, like, doesn't understand the language. But the fact that this guy spoke an imperfect, broken German is mm-hmm. kind of weird. Yeah. Um... I mean, even if he was from an imperfect, broken German, I mean, maybe he could have been isolated somehow. And mm-hmm. yeah, but the fact that he was scientifically studied is weird. Like, where did he learn that? Like, he couldn't be 
You know, you couldn't be from like the middle of nowhere and no. somehow know all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess at the time, they actually just assumed he was from a different dimension. Is what... Cause, that was, that's what that's saying? Yeah, this yeah. is... Yeah. Um, but a lot of other people, like like I said, either thought it was a joke or actually thought he had like a mental condition. Mm. Where he was legitimately believed in what he was saying, but he was just not. Well, so, the, the 1850s was weird because... I think you had a lot of people coming around scientifically, but a lot of people still believed in yeah, I agree. You know, superstition and mm-hmm. not saying that there are people that don't now, but True. obviously we understand yeah more now than back then. Whew. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> no more, no more seltzer during the podcast. No more drinks for you. No more drinks during the podcast, um, man. Let's see here. This next account. Um, oh. Um. This is from Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This next one from yeah, from Arkansas. Um. This man calling himself Pajo ninety five. Um, talks about how he and his brother had ventured into the woods around their isolated rural, rural home in southern Arkansas. And they headed down this road that led to their house trying to find some new path, you know, just doing what boys would do, exploring <laughs> and all yeah. that. And as they walked along, they came across a brand-new-looking paved road, like something that mm-hmm. they have never noticed living in where they were. Right. Um they explained it away by speculating that it must have been built rather recently, although nobody had seen any road work being done. So the two brothers set out along the road. Um, according to the witness, as soon as they set foot on the road, the air became colder and lined with a, th- and the road was lined with thick red trees similar to redwoods. Wow. Um. Well, I mean, redwood trees are not native to Arkansas by any means. I think they're only native to California in the yeah, redwood no, forest. Yeah, no, I've never been to Arkansas, but I don't think no, those are there. No, I think it's probably just... Uh, in Arkansas, it's probably a lot of pines. You yeah. know, that southern pine. Yeah. Um, so they supposedly walked several miles along the road, uh, noting that the air became warmer again as soon as they stepped off it. As it was getting dark, they decided to come back and explore the road again the next day but when they returned the following afternoon they couldn't find any sign of the road wow they apparently you know they searched for hours but they never found anything and their parents said that nothing because you know when you're a child you're oblivious to certain things and the parents said that road work never happened in the area and that there weren't any paved roads near them so that's wild. I mean, that one's a little weird because it would be interesting to see if they had any lost time because some abduction stories talk about um, a sort of a sort of like map that's created in your head. Mm-hmm. 
and then they abduct you, and then they drop you back down. Oh. So it's like a, uh, there's a term I can't remember if I'm but it's like an illusion. Yeah. That is projected through you. Yeah. Or to you. I know what you're saying, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, that one's kind of recent, so. Yeah. Hmm. Other than that, yeah, that's not like, that's not too weird. No. Just that paved road. Have you seen, uh, have you seen the movie, um, Big Fish? No. Oh, you should watch it. It's okay. really good. It's on HBO. Okay. Um, but it takes place in the South. That oh. story reminded me of it because in one part of the story, the guy goes through the woods to this, like, southern town. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's too much to explain. Yeah. I was thinking about that. What's it called? Big Fish? Big Fish, yeah. I will watch it. On another note, if anyone needs a recommendation what to watch on Netflix, Big I just fish. watched uh, <laughs> Big Fish. Big Fish? Um, was it on Netflix? Yeah, it was. I'm not normally, I don't find things on Netflix often. Yeah. But I was looking for something else that had popped up, and then I couldn't find it. And then I came across a show called The Stranger. And it's a British like crime show. It's like a mini series. Nice. And... I just like love British crime shows. Like, I do too. They're I a little know. different. They are. They also roasted America once in it, nice. and it was funny. It was something about like hugging. <laughs> like, the the guy was like, well, "Do you need a hug?" And she was like, "Well, don't don't act American." And I was like, "Okay, first of all, I love hugs." Yes. But it was funny because honestly, it's so true. In it those is. shows, they are way less like, not touchy, but like comforting or like. Yeah, the I there's a the the Brits, especially BBC stuff. It has a very um. It has a very uh, highbrow type of stuff. Yes, and a very but a very like um not. I don't want to. I want to say not <laughs> personal, but it's like not. Yeah, they're just a little different. They are the British. I was talking about this because my girlfriend is a theater major, and I was saying British stuff is, it's just different. It's like, it's more, I don't know, it's more high level. It's like more cerebral. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very cerebral. You have to think. I mean, I was like on the fifth episode out of eight, and I was like, what is going on? Like, yeah. I really had to pay attention. Where it's like Chicago PD, it's like, oh, there's a drug dealer. Like, yeah. Let's Ten go get bucks it. down. We yep. Get the SWAT team. We're going to kick in his door. Yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> let's race cars through the street and yeah. then go to his... Or it's like someone got murdered and they dumped his body by the power plant. Like, <laughs> get the coroner out there. Seriously. You're like, okay, what actually happened? Like, mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was the rant. Yeah. But rant. definitely recommend. So Big Fish and The Stranger. Big Fish and The Stranger. Yeah, okay. really good. Do we want to do a couple more? Yeah, let's do... Do that one about the McDonald's. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, oh, Reddit. Yeah. Yep. Always a good one. Um, yeah, so on like Reddit Paranormal, um, there was a post that claimed one day at around dusk, um, this man had gone off to get something to eat at the nearby McDonald's. Um, he took his car and brought his dog along. So as they drove... The witness claimed that the streetlights they passed would flicker out as they approached, only to blink back on as they passed. Mm. He says this was qu quite strange enough, 
but things would get very odd when they reached the last turn out of their neighborhood. At this point, the witness said that I felt a wave of something pour over me. I heard my dog whimper. I looked back at her and she had ducked back into the middle of the back seat tail between her legs with her fur sticking straight out. It felt like I went through a thick sheet of static electricity and I began hearing a loud feedback noise inside my head and the world got blurry. This went on for a few seconds before it cleared up. At this point, the car that he was driving stalled, but luckily kicked back into life when it was restarted and the witness continued to drive on. And when they were on the main road, it was noticed that the streetlights looked dramatically different than the way they'd always had and that they'd known. And the lights that were usually on the Meridian had been replaced by trees. And he drove on through this surreal scene and finally made it to the McDonald's. Thank God. Jeez. We're back. Was this a uh, was this a parallel McDonald's or right. was this the original also, McDonald's? Also, a parallel McDonald's would be something else. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I maybe the to to... ice cream machine would work. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I sure hope that so. That would be the life. I sure hope so. Um, <laughs> but okay. Anyway, he yeah, the McDonald's was where it always was, but it was in a different building. And along the way, other oddities had popped up as well, such as models of cars you'd never seen before, logos from companies that didn't exist. Um, But the license plates looked normal on these cars. So by this time, the witness was starting to get unsettled, but continued on to the drive-thru, where things would continue to spiral further into the weird. But the man wanted the McDonald's. I would be driving right back the way I came Uh, if I was him. Yeah, McDonald's ain't that good. No. Um... So, the items on the menu of this McDonald's were more expensive than usual, and when the witness went to pay with his credit card, he was told that it wasn't accepted there. The clerk then handed him a device that was described as looking like, in quote, my dad's blood pressure monitor, which he was apparently supposed to put his finger into. Wary of doing so, he decided to pay in cash, but the clerk examined the bill for a while and finally accepted it without giving any change or receipt. Just an odd piece of paper citing the balance. When asking why there was no change, the clerk said that they had no cash and only could give cash vouchers. Getting the food itself would prove to be the most bizarre of all. The worker began to behave very strangely while handing it over. The witness explains, His face and body motions were moving and resetting like when you tilt a N64 game slightly out of the console. I didn't have time to be terrified during the moment because as this happened, I felt the wave of electricity come over me again. Just like last time, I heard my dog whimper, and when I looked back, she was crouched in the back, her fur extended. And just like that last time, I heard a loud feedback noise in my head. My eyes took a second to adjust, but when the world came into focus, I saw I was in a parking lot. I recognized everything. This was the parking lot in which the McDonald's I'm used to is placed, and sure enough, the McDonald's was visible in my rearview mirror at its usual location. I have no clue what happened. Jesus, I gave me chills. Me too. Honestly. Holy cow. Uh, I mean, that is that's wacky. one of the weirder ones I've heard. Where, oh, does it say where God. it took place? I don't think it did. No, it just says McDonald. I mean, it's from Reddit, so. Um. Wow. I mean, that's probably a good one to end on, but I also have some <laughs> comments on that, like the electric. Staticky mm-hmm. feedback thing—that's weird. Yeah, 
Um, again, it makes me think of a of a uh, of the abduction type of thing. Yeah. Like they're they're projecting something into his head, and then once they're done, they're like send mm-hmm. him back out. But you know what I just thought of that SNL skit. Oh my god! Where yeah. it's like Ryan Gosling and and yeah. they abduct like uh, yeah. Kate McKinnon yeah. and like just all these ra- like these SNL people. But she yeah. gets like she's telling the story in the skit and she talks about how she got dumped onto like a Bank of America yeah. or something. That just reminded me of it. But yeah, hilarious skit. Now I'm gonna go watch that later. Yeah, it's like two of them have really like <laughs> nice experiences where they're like in the light and everything, and then she's like. No, I got like dumped in a trash can and <laughs> they ripped my pants off. Yeah, yeah exactly. it is so funny. Yeah, that's so. Anyway, <laughs> wow. Um, but, but yeah, no, that is weird. The yeah, the electrostatic stuff, and then the uh, I I I haven't played in sixty four in so long, but I imagine what he's talking about is mm-hmm. like if you tilt it, it like starts to glitch. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like a real person. Yeah, type no, it's of like thing. it's like glitching out. Like it, yeah. Which is freaky. Um, oh, God. The, the blood pressure cuff and no cash is, like, eerily, like, um, futuristic. Yeah. Especially considering some of the stuff where people are not taking cash anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean. And it's just, like, you have to touch your card. Yeah. 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 Oof. I don't know. Or even some of the stuff you hear about people, about, um, it's, it's all confusing. It's all conspiracy. Although I have heard something about Sweden doing this, about putting chips in people. Yes. That contain all your bank information and all that jazz. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's complete conspiracy, but the that's what that machine made me think of. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. That is a weird one, though. That honestly, Pro- like... Probably the weirdest one I've heard. Yeah, yeah. I feel like those are the kind of dreams you have when you're, like, drunk. Like, it's, like, dreams that are, like... With things you're like that are similar yeah. in your life or that you know, but they're just whack. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I had one where I went to prom and it was like everybody was the same, and I went with the same people, but it was just like, yeah, slightly off. Yeah, it's like just yeah. things here and there yeah. off. Yeah, it was strange. Yeah, yeah, that's why I like these because they're like realistic, but not. Yeah. Real. Honestly, if there's anything I believe. Well, Bigfoot, of course, Uh, and these type of things, because I think there are like you talk to people who like study this, like there are like glitches in not glitches, but glitches in the matrix. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, basically like slips in time where people like go out or come in like it's really weird. There's actual like real evidence behind it. So I believe it. I think I think there's something to it for sure. I mean, time is just a construct we mm-hmm. in society create. Right. Like, I was listening to a story recently about these uncontacted tribes in uh, Papua New Guinea, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy was talking to them about time, and they're like, like, what are you talking about? Like, we just, we just live. And they would, like, sit on wow. these trails. They would, like, sit on these trails um, for, like, hours on end and like one time this guy was coming to the village and and he didn't know where he was going but Mm -hmm. someone just pointed him in this direction okay and he was he knew there was a village somewhere and then he gets to a certain point and this indian pops out and is just like we've been waiting for you oh my and he's and he's like but how did you know i would be here and he's like 
I didn't, but now I know that that's why I was sitting here. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And get this. The reason they do things is based on dreams they had the previous night. So if they have a dream of like this fruit tree or yeah. something, they will, the next day they will go find that fruit tree and that's how they like get their food. Wow. Isn't that insane? It is. This was from like the 60s, so I don't, I don't know anything about the tribe currently, but. Yeah, that's crazy. It was nuts. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, could you imagine sitting in one place for so long and then someone shows up and you're like, oh yeah, that's why I've been here. Oh yeah. Been waiting for you. Uh, it's crazy. It is crazy. Like, that is just. Uh, but they don't know time. No, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Their construct of time is not anything close to what ours is. Mm -mm. Like, no. they have, it's not, they don't have a schedule. I mean. They do things, but there's no schedule. Mm -mm. Like they're just—they're literally just living. Yep. In the present. Yep. So that blew my mind. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah. I need to read about that. More. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Good finds. Um. Uh. Don't go to McDonald's too late. You know. Yeah. Do it during the daylight. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No street lights. No street lights. Um, well, yeah, that's all we got. Um, you can follow us at World We Live Pod on Twitter. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, give us that five stars. Tell us what you think. And you can email me at World We Live in Podcast at gmail.com. Um, other than that, we'll see you next time. Yep, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.